What's up, y'all? How you doing? We're going to be talking about Godzilla, Hobbs and Shaw. This is the JB and I show, and I am Isaac the Firehawk Middleton. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the JB and I show. You know what I'm saying? First, let's start off with our honorable mentions for everybody who's celebrating a birthday this month of August. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Have a wonderful and blessed and excellent birthday, all right? And you can celebrate your birthday the entire week <laughs> or the entire month. You know, it depends on you. It's up. It's your decision. Uh, today, uh, JB and I show is brought to you by WhenItWasCool.com. WhenItWasCool.com is a retro pop culture themed website and podcast network covering retro TV, movies, classic rock, heavy metal, pro wrestling, comic books, toys, action figures, and the old school lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of fun. It's family friendly. Say that really fast. <laughs> When you go to uh, WhenItWasCool.com, make sure you click on that Patreon button so you can get instant access to almost a thousand premium podcasts and more. That is WhenItWasCool.com. So check them out. And we're going to start it off with uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you haven't heard of Godzilla, where you been? Where have you been? You know what I'm saying? Toho Films, you know, when uh, Godzilla first came back, that was a 2014 rendition uh, series of this. And then you have uh, King Kong Skull Island. It's all tied in. And... Yes, there is going to be a King Kong versus Godzilla in 2020, but we're going to get to that discussion here in a little bit. Before that, we're going to talk about King Kidora, Rodan, you know what I'm saying? And and if you don't know, Godzilla Films has been the longest running cultural icons for his monster films, all right? Who doesn't like to see big, strong monsters battling it out? Let's get ready to, yay, duke it out. <laughs> you know, so uh, in case you didn't know, uh, King Kador was known as Monster Zero. So Monster Zero is King Kador. And this... Uh, name was given to him in the 1956 movie where he was known as uh, Monster Zero and called by uh, the aliens that supposedly created him and was trying to take over Earth and all that stuff like that. <laughs> Alright, now in the movie itself you would see the pocket watch. Uh, the pocket watch stopped at, I believe it was 8.15. Um, this is significant because this is where the atomic bomb was dropped on
is a acclamation uh, created to be a cautionary tale of the dangers of nuclear energy. So that's what the original like Godzilla was, you know, created to depict. And uh, Rodan was, you know, Godzilla would be like more the threat, not threat, but you know, nuclear threat. And Rodan would be like the uh, USSR. So each monster have their uh, was it core thing that they were derived from, or the the fear, uh, uh, you know, the depiction. So definitely interesting. There's a ton of references to the Toho films. There's a ton of tributes, you know. Uh, to the classic Toho films, they they you know just saluting and and showing their respects. Uh, what I thought was interesting, there's in the old films, there's a Doctor uh, Shirazawa, um, as well as in obviously in the new film, if you've seen it. In the original one, Doctor Shirazawa was here to protect Earth from Godzilla. In the new series, he sees Godzilla as more of a benevolent creature that, you know, can work uh, side by side with uh, humans. So that's an interesting change, but they both died, and they both died pretty much the same way. One blew up uh, the bomb to basically uh, end the movie and save humanity. The other one did it to bring Godzilla back to uh, save the planet and save humanity so yeah <laughs> they, but they, you know it was interesting to see how the way that they put it up uh, put it together now when they found Godzilla I'm, I'm fast forwarding through the movie <laughs> I'm not going to talk about every little detail because I don't want to spoil it for you uh, and but what I will say if you haven't seen the movie definitely see it and if uh, hopefully I haven't spoiled it because I forgot to say spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in the movie, they find an underwater city uh, after they drop the uh, air displacement bomb, I guess. Uh, I, I forgot what they call it in the movie, but basically what it, that's what it did. And, and it only affected Godzilla. It didn't affect King Ghidorah. That actually gave King Ghidorah the, uh, you know right or he you know ruled for a while because Godzilla was down for the count they really thought that Godzilla was dead until Mothra came into play and basically was talking to Godzilla and Godzilla was responding even though it was uh, his response was weak and that's how they figured out he was still alive and they found him in an underground city some believe that it was a uh, Seatopia from the 1973 uh, film, the uh, Toho film. It may have been, and other people believe that it was like Atlantis and other people, you know, making other claims as well. Uh, regardless of that, they, they showed and proved that the um, ancient humans worked, or what worked, but lived, uh, coincide with these uh, titans as the movie you know called them it called them titans and um, they basically worshiped these titans and built 
these um, caverns and stuff like that to, uh, you know, to their gods, I guess. And that's where they found Godzilla resting at. And Dr. Uh, Tori Shizawa uh, went there, blew up the bomb, gave Godzilla energy boost. Godzilla came up and kicked butt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, in the, if you go, I'm going to go backwards. So I'm going to bounce around a little bit. In Outpost 32, where King Kador was, they call him Monster Zero. Uh, that if you watch a movie, it's a horror monster movie, and it talks about Outpost 31, same location, uh, not, you know, for as the Arctic. Uh, Outpost 31, if you hadn't picked up on that, that came from The Thing, where they found the what they thought was a dead alien, and it was alive, all of it. You know, it, it basically every uh, item on it was alive. The blood was alive, everything. And and that was Outpost 31. And then in the movie, it talks about Outpost 32, which is where King Ghidorah was. All right. And, and there's like references like that throughout the entire thing. Mothra, uh, Rodan, which is uh, Outpost 56 from 1956, you know. Now, a lot of people sleep on Mothra. Mothra is not as powerful as Godzilla, but Mothra is pretty much, I won't say immortal because they do kill her, but she always find a way to come back. They always find like another larvae, another egg or something like that. But in conjunction with that, she took all a blast from all three heads of King Ghidorah to protect uh Godzilla when he was down. And I was like, yeah, she 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 tough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and I was kinda upset with Rodan. Rodan fought King Ghidorah for a little bit and I I guess he got his butt kicked and and then so he just kinda switched up who to whoever was the alpha male at the time. So when <laughs> man but he did uh fought against Mothra, and Mothra won. Mothra kicked uh, King, uh, Rodan's butt. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was cool. I was like, get him, Mothra! Get him! <laughs> get him, Mothra! You know? Now, at the end, you know, uh, Godzilla proved his dominance by destroying King Ghidorah, you know, using his uh, nuclear pulse blast. You know, it was like at the critical stage of basically pretty much meltdown you know now in that uh you know that's also a reference back to a previous uh movie uh, as well toho film but what i'm interested in is the next segment godzilla versus king kong you know what i'm saying now here's my fears my fear is that um godzilla is going to kill king kong that's my fear. Because, I mean, Godzilla has a lot of weapons. Godzilla has, you know, the atomic breath and, and you know, the nuclear pulse and, and, of course, teeth and claws, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. King Kong has his fair share of weapons, too, because he's agile, he's smart, you know. And he, he basically can use his environment 
to his, his, his advantage. However, um, what happens, it depends on where they fight at, you know, and, and how big King Kong has gotten. Because the earlier rendition, I guess it was played back in from the 60s because they had the Huey helicopters and stuff. So that was like 60s. And how big has he gotten since then? Now, he was big, but Godzilla was is way bigger than King Kong. So, uh, King, I mean, yeah, King Kong had to get some, uh, some size on him, you know. Now, don't get me wrong. I know he still won't be as big as Godzilla, but he have to be bigger than he was when Skull Island played, you know what I mean? Now, in retrospect, now, there is a possibility that both King Kong and Godzilla may team up against a third um, foe that is undisclosed at the time, which a lot of movies do. Now, my hypothesis in this, or my theory is, because at the end of Godzilla, you know, the general, he found the head and he bought it and stuff like that, he might be able to rejuvenate uh, King Ghidorah or making into Mecha King Ghidorah, like, you know, the former Toho film. And then the, the Mecha King Ghidorah go and fight Godzilla and get help from King Kong. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? But we won't know until 2020. But I'm just saying, that's that's just something to think about. Now, one of the other things that was proven in the Godzilla movie that just came came out, you know, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Monsters is the Hollow Earth Theory. Uh, they've been talking about it since Skull Island. They talked about it and 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 stuff. And but it was proven in the King of the Monsters that when they found Godzilla, that it is Hollow Earth in this monster universe. And that's how pretty much how the monsters got around and why we people air quotes had not seen it yet. Okay, so yes, Godzilla. King of the Monsters. If you hadn't seen it, see it. If you love monster fights, I think it was very well done. The the graphics and everything was really, really well done. I think you will really enjoy it. Um, I'm looking forward to 2020 for uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Now, a lot of people saying that, you know, it, Godzilla versus King Kong has to do well because Godzilla, King of the Monsters, did not do well. I thought it did good. I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's move on to our next segment, which is pretty much our last one for this 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 inclusion right here on the JB&I show. And that's Hobbs and Shaw. I believe it just came out August 2nd, 2019. So I'm not going to go into any specific detail too much. But I will say spoiler alert. So if I do say something by accident, blame it on the mind and not the heart. All right. So Brixton Lure, uh, you know, basically... Hobbs and Shaw have to defeat the villain. In this in this case is Brixton Lure, who is played by Id- Idris Elba. And he calls himself Black Superman. I love that part. That was totally funny. But it's basically uh they put together uh a human enhancement. Uh they basically enhance his body. Uh so he has Pretty much superhuman abilities, toughness, durability, uh, and strength. You know, 
So it's like a superhero readout, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I can even say that if if uh, if you watch it, you will see what I'm saying. It, it could easily be Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie, which is uh, Shaw's estranged sister, you know. And 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 I think that you guys would definitely appreciate. It. I'm trying my best not to say any spoilers. <laughs> Will appreciate the Fast and the Furious spinoff. It was uh, really well done and very well delivered, and they put in the cultural aspect of Hawaii in that. I really love that. That is totally awesome. It's action packed, which is what you expect from a Fast and the Furious film. I mean, you know what I'm saying for real. And so, uh, with that being said, and I'm, I'm doing my best, not, trying not to cover any uh, spoilers. Um, Definitely check it out. If you hadn't, check it out. It's worth watching. All right. Uh, and just know that it's an action film and and expect that. It's, it's going to be always, you know, Hobbs and Shaw. If you're looking for Hobbs and Shaw to, you know, to, to have that, you know, competition level type of a thing, it's worth seeing. If you're looking to see Hattie uh, do it up, you know what I'm saying, it's in there, you know what I mean? So she's holding her own in this movie, all right? It's not like she's a damsel in distress type of a thing. Nah, nah. All right, so that is the show for the JB and I show for this segment. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your support. And back to our sponsor, which is whenitwascool.com. Whenitwascool.com. Thank you for tuning in to the JB and I show. I'm your host, the Fire Hunk. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. <laughs>